Hey, Freaky family, and welcome to Let's Get Freaky podcast. On this show, we discuss everything paranormal, ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, and more. If it's paranormal, we want to talk about it. I'm your host, Tommy Cullum. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then please get in touch with us. You can email us at letsgetfreakypodcasts at outlook.com or we're on social media instagram facebook twitter and tiktok oh there's so many you can reach us on any of those platforms at any time we would love to hear from you and we'd love to hear your paranormal stories so please get in touch we have got a special show today guys if you listen to episode four you will have heard daniela from canada she was absolutely amazing. It was a great episode. She's a direct descendant to Count Dracula. Yes, you heard me correctly. She's an awesome lady. Her work is amazing. And I said to her at the time, we're going to have to do a part two because there's so much more to tell. And she came back for the part two, which we're so grateful for. And we had a fantastic conversation, guys. We spoke ghosts, uh, shadow people, cryptids, Bigfoot, aliens, you name it. We spoke about it. She's a fascinating lady. She's had some amazing experiences. You're going to love this show, guys. So let's get into it. Let's go. Let's get freaky. Okay, guys, I'd like to welcome back Daniela. Second time. Hello. First guest to be back on the show. How are you? Welcome back. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Thomas, for having me back. I'm so excited to be back with you, you know, and, you know, it's my UK. You guys are my Europeans, so let's connect. You know, I'm excited to talk to you guys, to share some love, enlightenment, and more. Cool. It's so good to have you back. Thank you. So you're all the way over in Canada, for anyone that doesn't yes. remember from before? Yes. How, how, <laughs> how is it over there at the moment? Everything okay? Yes, yes. Good stuff. Okay, cool. So for people that maybe didn't listen to our first Mm -hmm. Part one, that was episode four. They should have listened mm -hmm. to it because it was great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> people that may not have listened to it and listened to this for the first time, can you just give us a brief description of yourself, what you do? Sure. Okay. So uh, just like I just like I'm saying, you know, I'm very honored and happy to be guest at your show, you know, for the second time. I'm glad that, you know, UK enjoys me as much as I enjoy, guys, your culture and your tradition and everything that United Kingdom is standing for. And what I can say a little bit about myself, like I said uh, from the last show. So I'm uh, by the background. I'm also European uh, and I do enjoy working for a love in a light. I'm a third generation psychic and a medium. Uh, also, I own my own studio, New Age Studio, that it's actually doing the everything for the healing, spiritual counseling, tarot card leading, sound therapy, and et cetera. And also what I'm really happy about it that I became a uh, host and co-host with my other uh, two good uh, friends, I can say two good brothers on SOR, Spaced Out Radio Programming, uh, that it's running on after hours uh, basically every weekend. Uh, so anybody who wants to join us, they're more than welcome. We are crazy there and we have so much fun. Yeah, check that out, guys. That's really cool. I've been Thank watching you. and I love it. Thank you. That's cool. Okay. So last time you come on the show, a big talking point that we had is your connection to mm -hmm. Dracula. Yes, yes. It was amazing. <laughs> Do you want to hear what's happening right now? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Tell me. I'm, I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Well, since our first genetic testing, actually, my whole family was quite excited. And we knew about that for a while, that we have all of that connection, you know, with Austrian-Hungary Empire, with Napoleon, you know, with Italian Sardoff. And now we're seeing 26% of the genes. That's actually a large, large number, you know, what it's out there. So right now we are actually getting connected with some family members. Uh, with people that already have these titles, you know, I always say I'm a hardworking peasant. So I, I love to joke with myself, you know, and I love people. So, but I'm quite excited because of right now we are getting connected uh, to find out where are we standing and what title is actually going towards to my family, especially my mother. And then my mother can pass it to me and my sister or whatever basically in the range goes on. But wow. this is quite exciting, Thomas, because 
you know, um, I also talked to many people from Romania. They invited me and they said, you know, come on, you know, we need to see you. We know how you're doing. I share so many pictures and there's even people that are there part of the, you know, doing the history and the research. So they invited me to come and actually, you know, to be a guest in a castle and you can go wow. and do the things around. So I'm quite excited. I'm looking forward to future and what kind of results will bring. That is really cool. Thank you. Wow. So can I ask what sort of, you know, you said a title, you're going to get a title. Yes. So they are not sure because right now, you know, the research is going on to see by the, because it's 26% of the genetic trait, but it's quite a high number. So yeah. it's not like zero or something. This is a high number. So they're actually thinking that my mother could be a duchess, what would make me and my sister ladies. Wow. Uh, uh, and uh, so basically goes by that kind of way. And of course, they also said, because my mom has a, Italian nobility in it and French nobility in it, that it's actually that she's very close to the basically certain our ancestors, that it wasn't just like a distant cousin, that was like a first cousin or even a, like basically a sister or an aunt. So they're working on that. So I'm quite excited to see where this is going to go. And uh, to me, it's not like about a title. We all joke, you know, as a kid, you know, we were, it's more like, oh my God, I'm connected to these great people that are part of the history. And that's what's making this journey so excited. And uh, I must say, you know, working on this trip, uh, I'm starting to write a new book. And uh, so basically it's called My, uh, uh, my Genetic Journey. So I'm starting the new book and as basically everything is getting discovered, more and more things will be written inside of the, each chapter. And I'm gonna describe every person that is connected to me and how and how important in history they are. Wow, that is awesome. Thank you, thank you. So you said on the previous show mm -hmm. that you'd actually encountered yes. Uncle Dracula. Yes. And um, have you had any more encounters? With yes, so basically, uh, this is what's so amazing. I admire, uh, you know, as much as people um, have because he would be our brother-in-law he got married into my mother's family so he would be our uncle because uh, from Austrian Hungary he married basically from that part of the empire and that's how he's connected to us so to me I want to spread the story about this gentleman how much uh, you know the truth is hidden about him and that Hollywood made uh, so much lies about it and made the money actually on something that is totally fabricated. That's what they actually do. But uh, I did have an encounter with him about a month ago in my dream. And just before my uh, sister is going to get another report from Genetic Traits, because she's sending more and more stuff to it. And he was saying to me twice, thank you. And I woke up, I was really happy. And even now I was getting teared up because I was like, okay, I, he's getting my message and he's realizing that I want to wash his name. And that's what I'm going to do. Wow, that is awesome. Thank that you. So cool. I did read as well this week. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, we, we had the Queen passed. Yes, I'm recently. so sorry. Yes. Oh, yes. And we have a new king. King Yes. Charles. Yes. I did read that he was related somehow as well to Dracula. Yes. So the, the, the truth, what is, you know, first of all, because this is, uh, uh, you know, you're part of the United Kingdom. I want to say I expressing my sorrow and, you know, for Queen Elizabeth passing, she was a great queen. She was a queen of the hearts, queen of the many. She actually helped me and my family to come here in Canada and have a better life, you know, because we are part of the Commonwealth. So um, my condolences to the royal family and to the whole United Kingdom and to everybody that loved this amazing lady. And of course, um, as one era stops, the new era begins. And now we have era of the King Charles III. Um, I think he will do great. And, uh, you know, he was raised by the wonderful lady and uh, she knew how to run this basically, not just one country and many countries around the world, for such a long time yeah. and uh what i also yes uh, prince charles is connected to transylvania kingdom and the reason why because united kingdom was actually connected 
as we are talking about the ancestry times, you know, uh, during the time of the Count Dracula. So we're talking about Ottoman Empire time with uh, basically marrying one another, you know, cousins and etc. because that's how the kingdoms were protecting one another and making a peace with one another. But what he stated, it's totally truth. What Royal Highness did say, it's the truth. Wow. So you're related to the king as well? Yes. <laughs> so that will be, that will, that's going to be another story because I'm yeah. so excited, uh, Thomas, if I can say this. You know, I, first of all, I'm really happy to be on your broadcast. That's number one. Oh, you, you know, and you made such a wonderful friendship and I admire, respect your family. But I also mm -hmm. must say, you know, um, it's quite a journey because now, like you're saying, they are connected to other part of the kingdoms and all these kingdoms were connecting to one another. And when I'm looking at my mom, I go like, how many secrets does her genes carry? And how many secrets does my own bloodline carry that I really don't know about it? But yes, now we are related to King Charles and my, you know, congratulations to him. And I think he will do good. Yes. Yeah. So I'm talking to royalty right now. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's, you are fantastic. I, you know, many people after that, your show and many shows now, I start laughing and they say, oh, Daniel is my favorite royalty. I said, hardworking peasant. So I make, you know, I love, I love to joke, but I'm a down to earth girl, but I'm just excited to meet all these people, connect to them. And I do have, I will be honest now publicly here to say, at the UK broadcast that I do have in mind to actually write a letter to, to Prince Charles and to uh, Queen of Consort, Queen Elizabeth, and tell her more about it. And of course, you know, they're very busy, but I'm patient, I will wait. So, yeah. you know, and I will see, but so far, whoever I did connected with, they were really opening the doors. So I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. So when are you getting out to the castle then in Transylvania? You yeah, know so what? I was thinking probably sometime uh, next year. And the reason why, because we think, you know, by that time, everything will be a little bit more peaceful around the world because, you know, now we have the another politician, Ukraine and Poland and all these countries around, you know, Russia getting into all this kind of conflict. You know, I, I'm not a politician, so I'm not going to go into that. But that's my plan. But I'm in constant contact, I should say. And you never know, maybe even happens earlier, you know, Thomas, but you'll be the first one to know. I'm telling you. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank I, you. I don't know if I told you this last time you was on, but my wife actually has been to the castle, Transylvania, mm -hmm. technically. So yes. she was, my mother-in-law went there and she mm -hmm. was uh, in the womb. She was a little oh, baby. beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. You know, what's amazing to me when I went for the tour and yeah. uh, like I'm talking about virtual tour, you know, uh, I don't know why, but I felt I'm at home. I know this yeah. is going to sound crazy. I felt at home. And then uh, for certain things, I did, didn't even know they were there because I, I would never enter it. But I was capable of describing it. And that's what was kind of crazy that people were shocked that we're on the other side because I wasn't capable of seeing those things. But yeah. I did see them because I was capable of uh, seeing the Count himself and being connected with him in a spiritual way. That is so cool. Thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. So another thing I wanted to ask you, I recently listened to you on um, Cat Wald's podcast, mm -hmm. Paranormal Heart podcast, fantastic podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You spoke about on that how you had um, – when you were younger, your first sort of experiences with the paranormal and yes. you saw shadow people. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit about that. I of course, that. Uh, uh, of course, Thomas. So many people, you know, think the shadow people, like a long time ago, I should say when I'm, I'm child, when I was a child, because I'm 40, I, I don't hide my age. So basically, you know, at that time, they were more taboo and people were kind of uh, less talk about them because they say if you call upon them, they will come more above you, you know, and hunt you. So I did see them uh, as a child multiply times and I continue seeing them, except now I know better how to oh, deal with them. You still see them now? But, yes. Wow. But uh, shadow people, you know, they come very much from 
my and your background. So they're very common in European uh, culture, you know, just like uh, gnomes, uh, fairies, and uh, uh, wizards, and etc. So they're very common during our pagan times, I, I should say, before Christianity took all over the Europe. But uh, shadow people are the entities, dark entities that do come from uh, different, uh, basically, dimensions. They do feed on our fear. They harvest our souls for their own energy. I can say that. And even here, uh, our uh, Aboriginal brothers and sisters, so indigenous people on North American continent, they call them a shadow people because they say this is a, a basically medical world or basically medicine men practicing a black magic and then this magic turning bad and they're capable of losing them and getting everything. But now we are encountering more and more you know, people getting involved uh, um, and getting stories about the shadow people, but they are real entities. They are. I find it fascinating. Yes, they are. <laughs> They're fascinating and very scary. I'll be yeah, honest. I bet. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, I can't say I've seen shadow people. I have woken mm -hmm. up during the night and have seen something standing over me. Yeah. Oh. And it disappears. Would that count as a shadow? I don't know. It depends. There's many different kind of entities, of course, that you can encounter. But most of the times, the shadow people are darker than the night themselves, yeah. I'll be yeah. honest to you. Uh, you can feel their coldness. So they're very cold, basically. You don't feel nothing warm about them. And immediately you feel threat. Nobody ever said that they felt, okay, I want to have a cup of coffee with you and, you know, sit down and relax. Yeah. <laughs> um, and once when they come or you dig more about them, they usually come back more. It's like you open the third eye and that's when the doors are open. And that's why you have children more, uh, you know, attacked by these creatures because children are prone to everything. As yeah. you become older, you kind of cope with it. And, you know, you kind of learn how to close the door. But, you know, you are a father yourself. So, you know, children can be open to anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is scary. That must have been scary as a young child to see. Yes. See that. Yes, I had a wonderful mother. I'm not going to lie to you, and I still do, because my mama was an amazing lady that always supported me and loved me very much. She made me who I am today. And because of my gifts and talents, she always supported me in many ways. Yes. Wow. So you said you still see these the shadow yes. people now? Yes. yes. Does that scare you when you see them? I, I'm not going to lie to you, Thomas. I'm a human being, you know, just like everybody else. There's a moments when I do feel very uncomfortable and when I do feel that I had too much because most of the time now that they come, they don't come by one. They come in groups. They come with four or five of them. And I go like, wow. okay, that's enough. I, I had too much. Yeah, and it's great. almost like they play with you and, they, and you, and you know, you say, okay, leave, you go away. You know, I, I want to rest now. But yeah. They come often because I'm a psychic and a medium. My doors are always open and I cannot shut it. And yeah. just like uh, our Aboriginal brothers and sisters said, once when you're marked, you cannot escape. Wow. So you, you can get a visit from any entity at any time. Yes. Yes. And that can be sometimes very draining, believe me. Yeah, and uh, you cope to learn with it. Some are very nice. And I use most of the time I give to help others or, you know, just like on the spaced out radio programming, we try to explore unknown. So I use also my gifts and talents to kind of open that door, too. But mostly I try also to be, you know, how should I say, respectful to all the visions and the creatures that come and meet me, because there's a boundary that you have to keep. Yeah, you know, not crossing back and forth. It doesn't matter that I know them since I was a child, but there is a boundary that you must keep. So, is it the same shadow people that you've seen throughout your life? Is it the same entities? They, uh, uh, there are different ones, but there's a couple of them that are the same. That that they, you know, some of them are hooded. So, if you ever heard about hooded wow. one, there's some of them like a hooded wink, just like we had a, you know, at the time of the Crusaders when they were carrying the, and they're very dark. And the most scary ones, the ones that are really terrorizing, are the ones with the red eyes. And many wow. people that saw those ones, they are there to terrorize and spread and give terror. They are really, really uh, dark entities. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's freaky. It is. <laughs> believe me, it is very freaky. It's it's a topic for your podcast. It's yeah. very freaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, so I don't know if I have experienced that. I have I have woken up during the night and seen it's happened a few times where I've I see I sense it's a man, I'm not sure, I don't know. But it's like the shape, the outline of a man. Mm-hmm. Darker than, it's darker than the dark room. No, and then it could be ninety nine percent. I'm then I, I'm going to give you just one percent that it's something else. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna say ninety nine percent is that's what you saw. Wow. So next time if you see it uh, and if you feel uncomfortable, I'll be openly telling you, you know, just say turn on the lights and just say yeah. you no, know, go back where you came from. Just wow. be 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 straightforward to it. Go back where you came from. Yeah, it's crazy because obviously since doing this show, I'm learning more about the paranormal and there's some things that have happened in my life that I've not really put down to be like that I've I've always I must be dreaming or but that could be it's that's that's crazy it is it is and uh, the reason why because now Thomas you're learning more as you're learning more you're actually getting enlightenment and as you're getting enlightenment you're opening your mind and your consciousness to the things that are out there so they're not shut anymore. And that's when you pick up these frequencies and vibrations. And yeah. that's when actually, yes, some things will be, like you're saying, a little bit uncomfortable. But also you'll receive some beautiful messages that will make you say, aha, I, I learned and I saw more. So it's in one way, vice versa, can be a little bit dark, but also it can be very beautiful and growing. Yeah. So do you think the more you open yourself up to this sort of thing, the more, obviously, the more you experience Yes, yes. So that that's another thing. Uh, for example, um, I'll be honest to you. Uh, my mother is very close to me, and everybody that listens to me, they know that. And one day, you know, I was very tired, and uh, I had these creatures basically coming to visit me, and I told them to go away. And I had a light on because you know I was reading, and they came directly because I'm on the upper floor, and my house is on the three levels, uh, basically. They came and she said, I felt them. I felt like they were spinning my bed because they were angry and they were coming to hunt her now. And she said, I never experienced this as because they were angry. They couldn't play with me. So they wanted to play with her. And she was very strong. She was very strong and she managed to, you know, stop them. And she said it it was like basically hours that probably lasted just a couple seconds and then in the morning, you know, I got up and I said, mom, how are you doing? And she said to me, you know what? You were right, you know, as much as I tried to block it, but you know, these <laughs> entities, they were like dwarves, evil dwarves. Uh, oh, they no. came and I said, oh no, I'm, and I felt bad. I said, I'm so sorry, you know, mama, I'm so sorry. She goes like, no, 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 I understood. But then I said, I'm stronger than you. I'm going to block you. And this is a 67 year old woman. And she said, I blocked them. I was angry and they left me alone. I was like, oh, thank you, God. So <laughs> yes, the more you prone it, the more you hang out around crazy people like me, you get more affected. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely, I don't know what it is, but I'm definitely noticing more things that before I probably would have gone, no, that was nothing. That was, but now I'm thinking, hang on, I did just see something in the corner of my eye. <laughs> yeah. Is that something, you know? But yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm 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 proud of you, and I think you will do well. You know, oh, uh, uh, you know, you will be one of those uh, UK guys that we're gonna watch all around, and it's gonna be spread <laughs> around. So I'm I'm pretty happy, you know, uh, that you're experiencing some things because that's how it should be. You know, you're getting yeah. enlightenment, and you're seeing the things because you're getting more open to it, and that's what your show is all about, and that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. I'm learning as we're going. <laughs> yes, yes. Every day we learn something from each other. Every day. Yeah. Cool. So what? So how do you deal with an entity that's say nasty or has got bad intentions? How do you deal with that if you come across that? Oh yes. So uh, many people, you know, think that entities are, you know, always something that they should play with. You never play with the entity. That's a number one thing, you know. As soon as you feel that it's very bad and negative, I would always advise everybody to use sage. So any kind of sage and sage the house and you go clockwise and you open all of the doors and the windows so that you are removing the negative energy. And this is a fact. So this is also proven by the science. So now we do the smudging here at the hospitals. 
So we do have our Aboriginal medicine men that do come and they do smudging in a hospital uh, if anybody wants to come and do it. And we have many people, all different races, religions, you know, coming and respecting this uh, uh, beautiful tradition of healing and protecting the soul and the mind. Another thing, you know, it depends what kind of religion you are, but, you know, you can use the holy water and the holy water you can make across above the entrances of the house together with the holy oil that, you know, you can get from any church, you know, and all the churches are basically and temples are places of the gods. So you just ask, can I have some holy water and the oil? I'm sure every priest will be or clergy welcome to give it to you. And the third one, if it's really, really bad, you know, that's when people um, start playing with it. And that's when it becomes dangerous. First of all, and when something inside of your house is like that, you don't get a Ouija board and you don't ask, oh, if this is a, you know, cousin Brittany or whatever. No, because that portal is something very dangerous and you don't even know what it can be. Then you can ask for a professional, you know, to come and help you. And a third thing, you know, if you don't have nobody to help you in that kind of professional way, the one thing you go to your priest, they have the answers. They study this and they know what to do the best. There's Because there's many people there, you will know that Thomas, it doesn't matter on North American continent, in Europe, in Asia, Africa, that will actually prey on these people and get thousands and thousands of the dollars, pounds, you know, we're talking about, you know, euros, it doesn't matter because these people are desperate and they want their peace, harmony back to their home. So first, you know, see what's the background of that person, what they, how much they need to help you and also then go to your clergy. But, you know, um, I dealt with it many of the times and people contact me because of that. And I'll first will tell them, you don't need me. Let's start first with your own good thoughts. Use the sage, get the holy water and whatever. And I did also walkabout. So for example, you're in your home now, they will tell me and tour me to their house and I will stop and I say, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And then I will say, okay, then tomorrow, please bless the house. So far to knock in a wood, you know, our all, never ever anybody complains. So. Also, be very careful who you invite in your home. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I've got to ask you this, Daniela. Please go ahead. Obviously, I know you quite well now through social media, and we spoke before. Thank you. Um, you're quite into the UFO. Yes. Phenomenon. Can you yes. talk about that with us? Have you seen yes, UFOs? So, or? Yes. Extraterrestrials are something that I believe that they're part of us and part of our world since basically our planet did existed. If yeah. you take, you know, if you're talking about, for example, United Kingdom, we're talking about, uh, you know, Stonehenge. We are talking about, you know, uh, many uh, things that were done there by the Freemasonry and that they left uh, as a part of the secrets. Then we have the Rosalind Chapel. I can talk about you guys a lot because uh, that's where my brothers are also coming from. So I learned a lot of crafts from there and ancient symbology. It's also telling us that we were not alone and we're always connected by the sacred geometry and ley lines and more than that. So extraterrestrials are something that are part of our basically planet since the planet started. And uh, I personally did see many evidence of, you know, uh, basically extraterrestrials all around the world. And I do believe that we are not alone. And now, you know, about basically uh, Pentagon, CNN, everybody showing how they saw this uh, yeah. flying object that they don't know. Then we have Roswell crash. Then we have uh, President Reagan, former President Reagan, reading everything. So now we are getting more and more to the truth out there. Yeah. And I'm sure very soon we're going to have a personal encounter and it's not going to be scary like Hollywood. It's going to be much better. Oh, you think we're actually, that's coming soon. We're going to actually. Yes. Yes. I do believe it's going to wow. come soon. And uh, because more and more signs are showing to us, you know, that every day there is more and more basically encounters and we, not everybody is mentally ill or, yeah. you know, we have, Presidents admitting that we have mm. our former minister of defense in Canada here saying what he saw. Um, you know, we have Nixon, we have Reagan, so I have the Pentagon. So we're talking about big shots out there that I admire, respect that they came out with their stories. So yeah. it's going to happen, my friend, very soon. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I'm excited. I'm already packed. Take me. <laughs> <laughs> So have you ever seen, have you seen UFOs? Have you ever seen yes. UFOs? Yes, I'll tell you openly, I, um, this was 
basically I was probably 18, 19, and this happened in Canada. And uh, me and my sister, we were very young then because my sister is a little bit younger than me. So we were just playing at that time. There was that not, uh, you know, so this is in 1990. So it wasn't like a cell phone like this. It's like that camera that you can carry a little one, you know, and you kind of make the home videos and have fun. Yeah. So we were kind of joking and playing around. And then it was an evening and she said to me, look, uh, 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 you know, D, there's something over there. And we looked through the window and there were three lights that were kind of changing and moving all around. We made the video and I still have it. Still here in, yeah, yes, I still have it. And then, you know, of course we were just kids. The next day on the TV, our TV here said, oh, there were three ladies that had sent the video of identifying flying object flying over the Edmonton last night. So then we, us being kids, we were so excited that we actually made the video. But then they made it hush-hush, nobody to talk about it. So I don't know what happened, but that's that's totally the, the true story because it was on the TV. So uh, uh, quite amazing. And I had one personal encounter while I was sleeping. Yeah. Um, it wasn't pleasant. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't pleasant. And I hope it doesn't happen again because it was, it was I, I didn't enjoy it. I will just say that because I felt that they came, uh, they wanted to play with my mind, and I felt that they were kind of taking over my mind and my body while I was feeling paralyzed inside of the bed. And wow. uh, so after that, I never see them again. So I hope that those ones, because many of them are very pleasant, but we do have four types that are really unpleasant. And I had a pleasant one visit me. I'm going to be honest with you. Can we go into what those four are? Yeah, so the 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 there is four ones that are really unpleasant one, and the one that are major out of those ones, you know, they go in tetroids, and they have all these, I should say, professional names. But I'm gonna mention the one that most people do know. Those are tall gray, the yeah. tall gray, uh, uh, and their buddies. They're most dangerous ones, and they're really aggressive. Uh, they actually uh, do come because uh, they use our women and our women uh, rooms for their own implanting and the seeding. Many abductions were actually recorded all around the world. Um, also many encounters and many stories, but like I'm saying, the big, big shots out there that I admitted. Um, and another thing that they are, they don't have their own planet because, because they're so aggressive, they destroy, they had fights with those others. So that they have fights with other galaxies, they find out that maybe, you know, I'm just saying that maybe their agenda is to come and be part of us and basically enslave us and rule us. While many others are 99% Thomas, very, very uh, pleasant and very, and they're here to help us because we just had, I don't know, did you hear about some flying over the Ukraine? No, can you tell us about that? I've not the, this was shocking. I was... Um, I was that morning uh, getting up and I was actually sharing this. So anybody that wants to listen to it, they can share, watch this on a spaced out radio program on our last show. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So basically what was happening, I shared with all my crew and then uh, uh, Grant Baker really did explain that fantastically. Um, there was the whole basically page by the news. So we're talking about the news broadcasters and Ukrainian scientists saying how they show uh, basically these lights flying all over uh, over the Ukraine uh, and they think they were trying to help them, protect them or do whatever. Uh, but this is not the first time. So scientists are saying that basically extraterrestrials want to intervene and they were showing mostly above the nuclear plants and nuclear reactors and wow. mostly because they are really concerned that we may really do something bad to one another. But anybody who wants to do that, they can even find it on the uh, internet and they can see the pictures. They can even see the name of scientists. And so this is stated by Ukrainian scientist uh, group. Wow. And you say this it's amazing, this... isn't it? Yeah, it's it crazy. Is. It so is, this, yes. This was on Ukrainian television as well. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So I was I was shocked. I'll send you some of the pictures because it's on English yeah, be and on the on the so you can include basically and people want to see it because yeah. what was crazy that, you know, 
we found out that many of these extraterrestrials are also flying above the nuclear power plants, nuclear reactors, um, where, uh, wherever we have issues. And the reason why, because many of their, we should say, planets are destroyed by these nuclear you know, uh, technology. And they know more about this nuclear technology than us. So yeah. they probably want to prevent this catastrophe from happening. So that's why. Wow. It's crazy. It's I very, very fascinating, actually. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. And it's crazy that because I've I've not seen that. I've seen I've I've seen some things on Twitter and stuff, but I didn't look too much into it. Yeah. That must have been what you was talking about. Yes. Um, yes. It's crazy that it's not on our television, our news. We've not seen that on our news, I don't think. I've, I've not seen it on the news. Don't watch the news too much, but <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen it. That's crazy, isn't it, that they don't put it out more? I I think, you know, it depends also, um, you should say, from approach of a country to a country. Every country has their own approach to it. Yeah. For example, you know, this country would allow uh, my, my dragon, uh, you know, to be out there, other one won't. So everybody has their own approach and the way you know they want to say something and we respect that of course so you know maybe but i'm hoping in the future they will open up more and you know um work together to give us more information that we can learn and yeah. see more because it's like in america obviously they put out the tic-tac video that we've all seen yeah and that, that's that been put out by the government or yeah. whoever's put that out yeah there's still people i know in england especially there's still people that say no there's no ufos but that's yeah. actually been put out by the government <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah if you yeah even if you watch the cnn a couple months ago just this summer they were showing how you know there was identifying flying objects you know this was by the army uh you know my respect for all the servicemen and women out there it doesn't matter who they are but you know uh basically how I look at it, we have such a high professionals. I'm not a military professional. And if they're after even so many years, they come and tell us this, we should take that into our own mind and think about it, you know, yeah. and say, hey, you know, you had a guts to come, you know, and say this because maybe, you know, at that time you were worried to lose your job. You were worried to be judged or, you know, just like uh, from the Roswell, you know, into 1997. Uh, he did come out and uh, Major, he did talk about it. He did an interview. He said, I had enough. You know, I have to talk to people and tell them what is happening. And that's why his grandchildren now are pushing the whole story because they want to show the truth. And I think it's hard for them also. Thomas, imagine being deployed, going around the world. That It's not possible that they don't see the things that will not affect them. You know, I that's why I have a respect. So is it everything always pleasant? No. Is it some things that are unexplainable? I believe so. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love, I love, it fascinates me so much. Yes, it's it's very out there, you know, and if you take, uh, you know, Roswell crash, for example, I'm, I'm sure you heard about it. Yeah. I, I did a big research on it and I, I was talking on Spaced Out Radio programming about it. And now what's fascinating that, this is out there also in people that Reagan, President Reagan, yeah. he had a debriefing from Roswell, how they actually found four, five bodies, forgive me, that one was alive. He gave them all this information, you know, basically where they're coming from, from the star Zeta Reticuli. So they even said the planet name they're coming from, that wow. he was very pleasant, that, you know, he... They lived 300 to 400 years. Imagine, and he lived with us only for five years. So what kind of human beings are you? I don't know. So yeah. I start questioning that. Yeah. But uh, he did many, they said that he would never got angry. And, uh, uh, you know, and uh, Reagan was quite impressed uh, by all the briefing. And he said that he personally had an encounter. And that was here on National Geography, on Discovery Channel, Travel Channel, while he was flying with uh, his wife, Nancy. And uh, basically what was happening, there was a huge object flying beside the Cessna, what was his plane. And even after that, his pilot came out with the debriefing and said the same. So we have also professional in that kind of way. And they said it was identifying flying objects. So 
And then we have Stonehenge. I'm going to mention that. I did a huge... Uh, because, oh, that, that really? you know, I, I cannot wait to visit it because when I'm planning my tour, I'm going to come there too. Um, because that area is just full of the, you know, connecting with stars, star people. Um, they can say with Marilyn and the Marilyn craft, where I do love and respect. Then we have Rosalind Chapel and Liz goes on. So yeah. I know a lot. So. <laughs> cool. We've got some cool places. I, I, I live about an hour away from Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. An hour drive. I love it. I love it there. It's amazing. Oh, when you go sometimes, please send me the pictures. Yeah, I would love it. I would yeah. I would admire you for that. You know, I have a friend. Uh, he's a physician. And a couple of years ago, just before the COVID, he went for a tour in Europe and he also visited uh, uh, Stonehenge. And he said to me, Daniel, when I was there, I felt this energy, I felt so cool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you're fascinating. I was joking. I was pulling his leg. I said, so what did you see? He said, no, I was standing there. I felt so much power. And I felt like there's something around there and the energy. Yeah. But what was amazing after that, that he told me that he was driving cry a car and that he started crying. It's almost like he felt wow. it. Yeah. So we're talking about somebody who's a medical professional, who's a medical doctor, uh, you know, and I was a little bit, not shocked, but I asked him, why did you cry? He said, I felt like I was relieved. Like I felt like, okay, I dumped everything. I, I can breathe now. So wow. it's like, it was like a sponge removing all that negative energy from him and telling him you are free now. That that was my conclusion while we were talking. So yes, it is, I, I'm, I'm jealous that you live there. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> when, I was, <laughs> when I was younger, we used to... Mm -hmm. We used to go on holiday in Cornwall, so you used to drive past Stonehenge to go to Cornwall. Mm -hmm. And we used to stop off and get out of the car, and you could actually go over and touch the stones. Mm -hmm. So we used to do that when we was little. You can't do it anymore because it's covered yeah. up and it's protected, yeah. which is good, I suppose. But, it's yeah. Um, yeah, you used to be able to go over to them. And they, I think I, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and apparently there was always a guard there but when we was little, I don't remember there ever being a guard there so I don't know but yeah we definitely used to go up to it and touch it and did you feel anything if you don't mind me asking what was your experience with it I was always fascinated by it always been fascinated by it when I was little I didn't really appreciate it ah oh, we were but, kids then yeah yeah but when I went I went was it last year I visited and I was just I was just amazed by it I was just yeah. loving it you and the way, you know, the sun goes and alignment with the stars and the yeah. sun goes and the ley lines is quite, uh, quite fascinating. And even if you take the crop circles, they're really yeah. uh, near that area a lot. And, you know, if you take the crop circles, they're always close to Stonehenge and Avonbury. So they're really close around that area. Uh, and like I'm saying, you know, uh, I'm out. I can say in one way modern, but I'm an old uh, fashion girl where I have the books and my head into the books and then I turn into the computer. But um, when you take all of that, the United Kingdom is a cradle of paganism. It's a cradle of ancient craft. Yeah. Uh, uh, so to me, I'm not surprised that many things are seen there, you know, and uh, when I know the history and my, my history, we always knew that we had, uh, you know, Knights Templars, uh, so to me, uh, I always wanted to say, you know, there's more to that country because there's a lot of things that comes from the history and the people before. So I'm not surprised that many things are fascinating there. So yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> there, is, you, there is an amazing energy there. Yes. I feel it anyway, it was, it was, it's quite a place. Oh, oh I, I wish, I wish, like I'm telling you, I'm planning that tour. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I just want to visit all these places yeah. and record it, of course. And the reason why, I just want to experience it myself and see what I can get, what I can feel and yeah. how deep I can connect. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. So I'm planning this trip. And I will a lot of times go live when I do that. So you guys will be capable of seeing me oh, being be crazy cool. and connected with yeah. all these things, you know. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. That will be cool. Thank you. <laughs> I've got to ask you as well. Please go ahead. Um, so you're into the Bigfoot Sasquatch? Yes. 
I love Bigfoot and I'm fascinated by that subject as well. Have you had any experiences? Yes. So that's how it all started. Um, basically, I watched the TV shows and I thought, like you're saying, it was fascinating. And, you know, I admired the, the stories about it and whatever. And in 2017, um, you know, we just went for a trip. So it wasn't going towards to the hunting of the Sasquatch. I'm not, I not mean shooting, but just like looking for it. So we went to rest and relax. So we went to Jasper National Park. And uh, there's a big 35 foot motorhome. So, you know, you can go anywhere and park anywhere. So it's pretty comfortable. And we call it here clamping, not camping. Yeah. And uh, so we, we enjoy it. And I was with my Maggie and everybody knows my, my dog is my, she's my little daughter, my life. Uh, so I'm just like, uh, God bless her soul, like your Queen Elizabeth connected to her corkies. That's how I'm connected yeah. to my Maggie. And uh, basically, you know, we were standing at the Medicine Lake, what it's a beautiful lake. Anybody from United Kingdom can see that. Just put Medicine Lake, Jasper National Park, Alberta. This lake, and that's what I wanted to tell you, Thomas, it's very also uh, spiritual itself. The okay. lake disappears during the fall time and then appears again on the springtime. Nobody knows where does it go. I even walk during, so all the basin, it's dry and you can see the rocks and everything. Wow. There's lots of caves there. Um, you know, there's um, electromagnetic fields and then Aboriginal peoples every year come there to pray at the lake. They say the lake is full of the energy connected to, like you're saying, the gods and power and the star people. Wow. Anyway, it was a, it was a springtime. So the lake was there. We're going to just stop and, you know, take a little pictures and just kind of wander around, not, nothing else. So as I was standing in the park, uh, the, the motorhome, Maggie started barking. And we're talking about the Maltese, so a little bit just like a corky that size, barking, barking, barking. I'm like, come on, Maggie, what do you want? <laughs> so she didn't want to go towards to the lake. She wanted to go across the street and uh, from the parking lot. And in the parking lot... Every mountain and the evergreen trees are actually mirroring inside of the lake. When you see that, it's beautiful. It looks like a, basically like a fairy tale. That's how beautiful, because it's untouched. Yeah. So I said, okay, let me see what's out there. So I grabbed Maggie and I go across basically that street. And as I was going across, you know, I'm holding her. And then I look up, but you know, when the dogs are really jumpy and I pick her up again, and she wants to jump from my chest. I'm like, what's wrong? I don't see anything. I... And then out of the blue, I'm looking up, up the hill. And then I'm like, is it possible? So the evergreens are there. Trees are very tall. I'm talking seven feet, eight feet and more. These are very beautiful evergreens. And I saw this creature, huge creature. And I'm five, four. And I see this creature tall as much as the evergreen trees. Huge. I cannot lie to you, Thomas. I didn't see, was it a male or a female? I always say, I don't know. I didn't see any, like a breast or a male or a female. I didn't see none of that. And I made the eye contact and it had a big, bright eyes. I'll never forget that. Uh, and as I was looking at it, not a sparkly eyes, but bright, like they were green, very, very light. And as I look at it, I lock my eye contact. And at the second, I thought maybe somebody dressed up. You know, at the moment, you never know. There's people, but it's a national park. That's a very, it's under UNESCO. It's very protected. Like, just like you're talking about the Stonehenge, everything. Yeah. Then I make one more step. And as I was getting closer and closer, I realized this is huge. This is, this is not human being. And then as I make the one more step, it turned around and went the uphill. I never saw something going fast that way in my life. And I'm a no. medical professional. I'm also a researcher. I do. It's not possible for human being to go like this through the evergreen trees that fast. And this, it disappeared. Yeah. So I went back, somebody who likes to talk and to yap, and most of the women do. I was standing there holding Maggie. And I'm like, what the hell did I see? I, I don't know what was this. And then we went to the motorhome and I was the one driving it. And they go like, you're quiet. You want to eat something, you know? And I'm like, you guys, I just saw. And they were like, what? And I said, 
that's why you're acting so strange because they, <laughs> and we went back millions of the times. I'm not going to lie to you. And we couldn't see it. I will, but now I see the cameras posted at uh, basically at the lake themselves. Uh-huh. But yeah, but I went, Thomas, directly to the ranger and we phoned and we said exactly what happened. And this is the word that I exactly got. He said, Jasper National Park is a protected area. There's many things that are unknown there and you are not the first one or the last one that reported. I'm sure you saw something. And if you did see it, we're glad that you reported. That's all what I got. So, but you know, um, I got it that I'm not the only one and that you exist there and that many other people also see it too. So since then I'm on my quest for a Bigfoot and I learned more and more about it every day. I find it, I love, I love the Bigfoot subject. That is yes. a dream that, to see a Bigfoot one day. I, I hope one, but we do have them in Europe. Yeah. Uh, they do have them in Russia. They do have them, you know, around the France. They do have them in Bulgaria. And I heard lately that they saw some on the Mediterranean coast. What's quite strange, but, you know, and they do have them in China. They're called Yetis. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Uh, uh, but here, Aboriginal people, they say when you encounter one, it's a good omen and don't ever attack them. Don't ever, uh, you know, but they're actually there as a guardians of the earth. And I believe in that. That's what I learned. And they are here to protect us and to protect our forest. That's so far. And they're coming to me. I think they're interdimensional because as much as research we do and many other researchers, the way they disappear and they show then there's orange orbs a lot of times coming through it. Uh, very dead silence in the woods. So I believe they're interdimensional. And you talk about extraterrestrials, and lots of times it looks like they piggyback on UFOs and they connect with UFOs and take you know the same area together. Yeah. It's strange how that connection's there, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So you've got a good <laughs> look at this the Bigfoot. Yes. Yes. I can tell you honestly what it's kind of, and there's many people, I wasn't scared, Thomas. I don't want to lie. You know, I, I have a, I'm draconian. I have my dragon there. I, I, I also wear, you know, the, 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 I, I'm baptized and I'm very spiritual. You know that. Yeah. But I can, I also want to give everybody my word. I didn't feel scared. And I say that to everybody. I also felt sad that he got scared of me, probably because I was carrying the dog and, you know, was barking or something. I felt more that he was looking at me being curious and, you know, and that I was curious being at him. But when I locked the eyes, just like I'm looking at you right now, I felt so much connection. I felt like, what do you want to say? And then when he disappeared, of course, I was shocked that I saw something like that and was physically in front of me and the dog saw it. Yeah. And the third thing I felt like, oh, I wish you stay a little bit longer that I can at least yeah. say something. So that that's that's how I felt. Yeah. That is amazing. Thank you. I, I hope. So that's my question that is, of Bigfoot. That is going to happen so again. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is so cool. So what, you know, when we all, we all know, like, uh, I've never seen a Bigfoot, but I know what a Bigfoot looks like just through pictures and obviously yes. Patterson Gimlin film and things like that. How how close did this Bigfoot look to the pictures that we see? Is I it- can tell you honestly, he, like I'm saying, uh, um, the height is very tall because I compare it to evergreen trees. And that's when I got shocked. I said, this yeah. is not possible to be human because, you know, when you look up, I'm like, this is not possible. It, it, it's not possible. That's number one. Um, and they also a little bit different from the area. So where they're a little bit more colder, they also are having more hairs and the hair could be different, like a camouflage to the area where they are so yeah. that they can blend with the nature. Uh, but 99% they're very close to what people are describing. Wow. And what I can also say that they are very, very fast. Because I never saw something like that going up the hill. We're talking about the Rocky Mountains, you know, that way where there's very thick evergreen trees, there's bushes, many, many things, you know, because they're very rich, ecologically very rich. 
So you go like, this is not possible. So yeah, I can say that. They are very close. Wow. That is <laughs> so cool. Thank you. That is cool. So I know this is this is a difficult question, but what do you think a Sasquatch Bigfoot is? Do you think it's from this earth? Do you think it's a living, breathing animal? Do you think I don't believe. I, I love the question. And I must say, I respect what you ask me. I actually don't believe it's an animal. And that theory by many uh, researchers here went totally down because they, we have anthropologists. I'm talking about the drum heller. So again, the people United Kingdom that will be watching this, you know, that they're watching right now, uh, basically I can say drum heller is the biggest research for the dinosaurs, prehistoric animals in the world. And it's just a couple hours away from me. And they actually said, this is not prehistoric animal. Yeah, it has the traits, but it's not like a, you know, ape man, caveman or whatever, but it does have a traits, but appearance. But now the way that it's appearing, it's appearing a lot of times with the orbs. Many people say this orange, yellow and white orbs, what is showing the portals. The way it disappears, it disappears very fast. And then I don't know if you guys heard, again, in the United Kingdom, we had a couple of times here on the news, children, Thomas being lost, imagine yeah. And yeah. then uh, they will say, this ape man brought me back. Yeah. So they didn't hurt the child. They brought the child back to its family. And as they would search the area, they would never find where is this creature who... So if they really wanted to hurt the child, they could. Yeah. We're talking about a lot of kids. You're a father yourself. Yeah. And, you know, they are, they are vulnerable and easy to hurt any time, God forbid. Yeah. So, But they always brought them back. Yeah. Um, you know, and the Aboriginal people say that they're actually gatekeepers, keepers of the woods, and they're coming from a different portal. So to me, I think they're interdimensional beings that do come in our woods and protect our woods. And, you know, that's why they disappear so fast. And that's why in so many areas where we find the Bigfoot or the Sasquatch, we also find extraterrestrials or the UFO, identifying flying objects and the aliens. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yes, we, we are we are cool. Of course, the whole show is cool. <laughs> I could talk about Bigfoot stuff all day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And the stories go on, even on the spaced out uh, radio programming. You know, I can tell you this. Uh, anybody that wants to join us, I'll tell you, Thomas, uh, on the after hour shows. It's every weekend. It's quite crazy because we have three hours, but I think we could go for hours and hours and hours. And you always end up after that, we talk till two, three, four in the morning. Everybody's like, oh my God, where did time go? So <laughs> that's how, how this crew is into it. They're giving their passion, their love. And our uh, wonderful boss is a Dave Scott and he has also amazing show. If you ever wanna watch it or anybody from UK, they will love it. Cool, what's that called? Can you tell us what that It's a spaced out radio programming.com. Yeah, and I Ooh. send you the, the link so people can also yeah. join us. Yes, I'll post that Thank on the show description as well. So people Thank you very much. Thank you. That is cool. So I've just, I'm, I'm going back. I just wanted to remember this question before I forget. No worries. Me asking, going back to the alien encounter that you had that you said was yes. pleasant. Yeah, was that was that grace? Uh, uh, I'll be honest to you. Yes, there was grace. I don't hide from that. And I felt, I felt like I'm saying the pressure and I felt um, viol violated in my own home. I felt heavy and uh, very unpleasant. Yeah. And they have a very negative energy, very, very negative energy. And did you see them? Yes. Yes, I did. Wow. Yes, I did. And I have a, drawing of uh, I can send you that so you can also yeah, encounter it in a show I have a drawing because I did ask person to draw it for me how does what did I saw and mm -hmm. I was closing my eyes and actually that's what I got wow. so I'll send you that so if you want to put in a slide yeah, of, the show. Great. No of course of course thank yes. you very much my pleasure <laughs> I want to ask you as well I'm going to go back to when you was on um paranormal heart podcast with Cat yes and you was talking about uh, an encounter you had when you was a nurse. Yes. And 
um, an entity come to you while you were yes. driving home from work? Yes. Could you tell us uh, a little uh, bit about that? Because that was crazy. Yes. So Amazing. I I must say sometimes being like this, it can be difficult because I can even feel what can happen to my mother, to my sister, to somebody. And I have to keep my mouth shut. And that's when I get connected to my friends that are also inside of that world. For example, let's say into the world of the spirituality, tarot cards. And, and I know I can trust them because we have the same frequency in the wives. Yeah. But that day, I'll, I'll never forget. It was actually the evening and I was coming. It was very late. It was after 2 a.m. And I was coming down the drive. I can even say I don't have nothing to hide. It's called Anthony Hende. So Anthony Hende is a big highway and I live on suburb. So basically I was coming home. And then out of the blue, you know, as I was driving, I felt the presence of somebody behind me. And as I felt the presence, I saw this young gentleman all burned. Of course, I was like in my mirror. So I stopped the car and I pulled over. Then I, as I turned around, I felt him again. And I said, what do you want? Wow. So I felt his spirit and I felt something really bad happened to him. So out of the blue, you know, the thing passes on. And two days after that, I was seeing my good friend. He's a Edmonton police officer. Um, and I was talking to him and just out of the blue, I said, oh, did you work last week? It was just a conversation who worked back and forth. And I said, you know, uh, the other day I said on Anthony Hende, when I was, you know, uh, driving home, I saw this entity in my car. I said it was a young man burned. And he turned around and he said to me, there was a car accident there, Daniel. And uh, wow. because he's a police officer, you know, he knows. And he said the gentleman was actually burned because the way the impact was horrible. So I then understood that he wanted the peace and that his soul was lost. So I always said like a little tea light candle. So nothing special. I'll show you just like this. So there are little, okay. but my, 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 my own intention is important to it. So I went there and I said to my mom, you know what? I'm going to release him. So I parked my car. Uh, it was snowing. It was cold, but I, I don't mind. When I have the intention, I'll do something. And I, I'm not scared. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creature of the night, I should say that, because I'm always awake during the nighttime. Sorry. And then I <laughs> went and I light the candle and I said to him, go where you came from. Go to the light. You don't belong to Anthony Hende Road. You belong to go to the light. I felt relieved. And I felt that he was gone and I never did see him after that again. So I'm wow. glad that he passed to the other side. Yeah. Uh, but then I, when my friend that is a police officer, he told me that I felt was my job and duty to help him out. And that's why he contacted me because he was stuck on that road. And most of the time when there was an accident, uh, you know, people can be stuck. And what it's terrible, Thomas, they live that over and over again. Yeah. And that's when spirit needs to go where they came from. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. And good on you for helping him out. And thank you. Wow. That's what I'm here. That's that's what I'm here. And my my own studio is all about that. And even uh, uh, you know the book that is coming and a book that I wrote is all about love and light and hope. It's not about anything else. So that's that's what I'm here for. Cool. Thank you. Daniela, this has been another amazing conversation. <laughs> thank you so thank much. Thank you. I can just say, you know, uh, if I can use your podcast, just to say one more time, yeah. I actually um, give my biggest condolences to the royal family. And I, you know, my condolences to the whole UK. We lost a beautiful, wonderful soul. She was a queen, not just to the uh, UK, but to the whole world. Like I'm saying, she gave opportunity to me and to my family to live a better life. So, and... Also, what I want to say, you know, I hope in the future I will connect with our, you know, King Charles and His Royal Highness yeah. and tell him how much I respect him. Yeah. And you never know what future brings. Sooner or later, we may do it all over again. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. So can you tell us, can you tell the audience where they can find you? Of course. So 
uh, people can find me on my website and it's called newagestudiolife.com. So it's www.newagestudiolife.com. They can contact me there and I will try my best to help, help them and offer my uh, services. And also they can catch me on Spaced Out Radio Programming. I'm a, a host there on the After Hours show where everything from paranormal up to extraterrestrial is happening every weekend. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Daniela. Thank um, you very much. You have a wonderful morning. night. Actually, say good morning to the UK. Yes. And <laughs> what time is there, if you don't mind? So the time right now is three o'clock. Well, three o'clock. Two fifty. Oh my God! So good morning, to United Kingdom, yeah. and to me here is good evening, and you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Daniela. Thank you very much. All the blessings to you, my friend. Well, that's the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy it, please share the show. Share the show where you can because that really does help us. Thank you so much. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all of them. Give us a like. Give us a hi. Thank you so much. Um, check out Daniela's work. She is awesome. Links are in the show description so you can find her easily. Thank you so much, Daniela. That was an amazing conversation. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next week for more freaky conversations. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great week, and remember, keep it freaky. Bye for now.